Before we start the episode, I wanted to let you know that we are hosting a Hamburger Generation storytelling event during Ramadan this year. It's going to be on April 16th at One Life Kitchen and Cafe at Dubai Design District. Please come through, try to make it. It's a great opportunity for us to connect with our fans and listeners. And One Life is going to be hooking us up with some amazing suhoor menu. For all the details, please check our Instagram page. Everything is on there. And we hope to see you there. Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Hamburger Generation Jeel Al Hamburger. We've got our good friend Sammy back with us this week for another story. This time, he stopped at the Omani border and held in custody in a jail cell. What for, you might ask? Well, we'll just have to listen to find out. So, got hired by this photographer. Hey, dude, I need you to fly out with me to Oman. We have this shoot. He was shooting like, some lifestyle stuff or something. Uh, book a ticket, whatever, through everything. I do normal stuff. Land in the airport in Muscat. And first issue is that on my visa, in my UAE residency, uh, the profession says photographer. All right? And apparently, there's a list of professions uh, that can be issued but cannot move around the GCC. Uh, so, you can't do the whole... Mm. Uh, visaless entry to whatever other countries it's like yeah. a restricted profession i don't know why there's a list it's like, like maybe, th- maybe like nanny would be one of those no 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 probably nanny you can go to your nanny photographer is more like yeah you're gonna take pictures of our royalty and whatever and be a spy and shit you know that's oh. what that's my that's my logical deduction of it right okay okay so it's giving me a tr- trouble a few times yeah because okay. nannies they travel with the family with the family when all the time yeah go to Oman like a safe anywhere. bet would be manager just put manager yeah. in there you get anywhere okay. you know like yeah. uh, other professions I guess I don't know I don't know I remember I remember the guy looking at the list he literally had a list like stuck to his desk to the side of his desk and he was like uh, I don't know, a photographer no, no I can't let you in so that was the first like hurdle you know okay. I, that was a passport control and I'm like blah, blah 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 I'm coming here to work you know I've got this shoot whatever he's like okay uh, get in touch with the company that's hiring you here so have them send us a, a message saying, hey, he's working for us and we'll let you in, no problem. I'm like, okay, cool. And we were working for some telecom company, so it was like a you know, a big company. It's so like some nobodies, you know. Mm. So I call up the photographer. I'm like, hey, dude, this is my situation, blah, blah, blah. The guys need to send need to send a letter and whatever. He's like, listen, dude, man, there's been a complications on my end. I don't know, shit hit the fan. I, he didn't really explain it or I forgot what he did. Shoot's canceled, go back home. I'm like, what? I lost him, I'm amazing. <laughs> So I go back to passport control and I'm like, uh, all right, dudes. So it turns out I spoke to my boss. Shoot's canceled. I uh, can I have my passport back so I can just book a ticket and turn right back around. Uh, they're like, yeah, okay. But uh, your passport's in this guy's office and he wants to talk to you. I'm like, okay. And he makes me wait like 10 minutes. By the time. This is like super early in the morning. It's like 8 a.m. or something like that. I took like the sunrise flight. And um, wait for him, wait for him. He calls me into his office and it's just like, general dude like with badges and whatever mm. head of something in the airport all right security or whatever and he takes my passport and looks at me he's like this is a fake passport i'm like what what <laughs> so i have a i have a passport from sierra leone all right because we are uh lebanese immigrants to sierra leone west africa it's very popular 
And I'm like fourth generation to have that. You know, dad has Sierra Leone passport. Pretty much the entire family has Sierra Leone passport as well as Lebanese. And um, I think grandpa was born in Sierra Leone. Dad was born in Sierra Leone. I was born in Senegal. So we're very much West Africa. You were born in Senegal? Yeah, man. And we lived in Nigeria for like 10 years, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I did not know yeah. this. Yeah, we have a long history with Africa. Interesting. But I think I think right now it's like it's come to my generation. It's come to the point where it's. I think that passport's going to die out. Like because mm. we're now looking for other passports, which are like whatever Canadian, British, European. You know, mm. different passports which are more beneficial to us, obviously. So we're not going to let go of the Lebanese because it's like the Lebanese. You know, like Sierra Leone, man. I'm, I've never been to Sierra Leone. Literally, I've never been to Sierra Leone except when I was like in my mom's belly. You know. Mm. Mm. Even though the Sierra Leonean has treated me so much better than the Lebanese ever did, you know? Don't get me wrong, Lebanese is good. And I only got the Lebanese, like, I'm not joking, like 10 years ago, just to travel to countries that I don't need a visa to, you know? Right. A few countries in Asia, a few countries in Europe. Yeah. Uh, but my residency here is I've been on the Sierra Leonean. And, you know, obviously, like, uh, if there's any flare up that happens in Lebanon, they cancel, they don't allow Lebanese to register in UAE. Uh, Arab Spring, they banned Lebanese from registering, yeah. you know, shit like that, you know. True, Whereas true. the Sierra Leonean, neutral. They have a yeah, they have a good relationship with Sierra Leone. So when I walk around the airports, a lot of people just go like, "What the fuck is this place?" You know, Sierra Leone. They've never heard of it, <laughs> even though they're an airport, you know. And they look at me weird. They go like, "When I tell them it's Africa, they look at me weird, like, you know, why aren't you black?" You know, like, dude. Yeah. <laughs> so this be- guy legit calls you out and goes. So this guy legit calls me out, man, and he's like, "Fake passport." And I'm like, what the hell do you mean it's a fake passport, dude? I'm like, there's an American visa on there. There's a Schengen on there. There's a UAE residency on there. Like, what do you mean? He's like, la, la. Everybody got duped except me. Anna, I know passports. And I'm like, at this point, I'm like kind of laughing, you know? I'm like, you know, is this guy for real, man? Like, <laughs> bro, like, look at the fucking visas, man. Like, and no, I've been around. And this passport, I remember at a time, I think I had renewed it manually. So it had like a whole bunch of shit on it. Like, even though it wasn't full, like it had a lot of stuff on it. Well, what is making him believe that it's fake? What's making him believe is like he pulls out the ID page and he's like something on the signature where there was my signature. The way it was like printed, it left this like little something like a plastic residue on it. It was like, it looked dodgy, right? Okay. But not dodgy, dodgy. I mean, it's I've been through airports around the world with it. And, okay, and he goes like this. He was like this. I don't like this. And that's it. It's pretty much the only reason he gave me. <laughs> I don't like this. Yeah, yeah, man. Literally, it was so. His eyes surpassed like U.S. immigration. Yeah, yeah, security. dude, man. It was it was so unbelievable when I and, and I was like literally laughing like this. And the guy looks at me, he stomps on the chair table. And he's oh. like, "You think this is a joke?" And I'm like, at that point, my head flipped. I'm like, "Oh, yeah, this guy's for real, man." I'm like, "Okay." I'm like, "No, I don't think this is a joke." I'm like, I, I started like kind of trying to understand why do you think this is fake. And he tells me this stuff, this stuff. And then behind him, he had this really cool thing, which was actually pretty cool. He had this big uh, cabinet with a lot of shelves. And he had like passports from all over the world, like on display. Mm. It was like maybe like a hundred of them. And I'm like, okay, pull it out. If you have it, pull it out and show me the difference. He was like, no, I don't need to prove to you anything. I caught you red-handed and everybody else got fooled and whatever. And now you're in trouble. I'm like, all right, I'm in trouble. What's the next? What's the next step in the procedure? He's like, okay, now I confiscate the passport and I put you in the jail and then we'll deal with you later. Oh my okay. God. What the fuck? Is there no like Sierra Leonean like counselor? Or- yeah, yeah, there is. There is one here. I'm not sure what the benefits are. I would call them in such a situation. 
uh, got thrown into a jail cell. It wasn't really a jail cell. It was like a big room with like the door was like reinforced. You're in Oman, Muscat, right? Muscat Airport, yeah. And uh, the jail, is it right next to the... In, in, in the, the airport. airport, yeah. It's like, a little de- it's like a detention cell. Detention. It's not really, it's not really okay. a jail cell, right? It's okay. like a detention cell. Anyone in there other than yeah, you? Yeah, there's a lot of people, a lot of these poor guys who look, you know, Indian, Pakistani guys who looked like they were in a lot more trouble than I was. You really? Know? Uh, well, I mean, faking a passport's big trouble, yeah. but I mean... In my head, I knew I, I knew I was right, so I didn't panic. You know, I knew that he was just being an idiot. He was just didn't rec- didn't know what the hell a Palestinian passport was with the Kabbarasu on a hek on a hek. You know? Did you see encounter anything in the detention? No, no. My time in the actual detention. Well, I get to so the guys to escort me, and I get to the door, and obviously they tell me remove everything. So I take off my backpack. And I take out my wallet and I take out like my cigarettes or whatever. And I tested it. I was like, you know what? Let me keep my phone in my pocket. And if they frisk me, they see it and they take it off. If they don't, I get my phone, you know? And they didn't frisk me. They just let me in. And I was like, okay, I got my phone with me. The moment I pull out my phone, I got like 10 guys just come to me. go like, hey, this one guy was trying to bribe me with like chips. You know, hey, can I use your phone or whatever? In retrospect, in retrospect, I feel bad. I should have at least like given the guys like, because I mean, a phone call could have changed their their outcome, right, of whatever situation they were in. But I was just like, no, I'm not talking to anybody. I'm not giving anybody any favors. You know, yeah. to me, in my head, I was like, this is jail, man. You know, like, you're in jail. You, you got to get raped. You're going <laughs> to get butt-fucked, you know. Yeah. <laughs> la, la, haram. The guys, I felt a bit bad for them. Like, I should have, I should have. In retrospect, if I could, I would have, like, at least one or two guys, you know, because I didn't want them to Yeah, but then it'll cause a scene. It'll cause a scene, then the cops... Yeah, are, then the guy I mean? might have figured it out. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's, in in so, those situations, you just want to keep things on the down, like, shh, quiet, leave me alone. Exactly. And yeah. in my head also, I didn't want them to drain my fucking data because I didn't have that much. I just I wanted to just... I called my boss and I was like, hey, dude, blah, 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 blah. He's like, okay, hang tight. Let me know what's the update. I called my dad. I'm like, hey, blah, blah, blah. He's like, okay. I told him, you might have to come. He's like, I'll come if I have to, class, whatever. Wow, your family's so chill. Man, I know what I told my family. My dad was like, you know, obviously he was shocked. He was like, what yeah. the hell? But he still, I mean, I wasn't hurt or anything. So it's okay. True, true. And then maybe like 20, 30 minutes pass or 40 minutes pass. And this guy's doing the rounds, just checking the detention cell. And he opens the door and he sees, you know, a bunch of like brown people and then this white boy sitting in the back. And he's just like, not that I'm a white, white boy, but obviously he was sticking out. And he's like, you, you, what are you doing? Come here. And he's like, shoot, what's your story? Why are you here? I'm like, oh, this he's guy. He's talking man. to you in Arabic? Yeah, yeah, I'm in Arabic. Mm. Well, obviously I'm replying in Arabic because, you know, if you speak English, they start getting weird about it. You know how they are here, the, the locals and whatever. They, they're not particularly comfortable speaking English. And... I'm like, yeah, man, this guy, I don't know. He said, I have a fake passport, even though I don't. And he's put me here and I, didn't, I haven't heard anything. And here's my Emirates ID. It's right there in my wallet. And I live in Dubai and I'm just here for a job. And blah, blah, blah. He's like, he looks at me. He's like, huh, huh, okay, okay, okay. And he's like, all right, let me go check. Let me go check. And he goes and he comes back like 10 minutes later. He's like, okay, okay, come out, come on. You're good, you're good. I'm like, okay, what was the situation? He's like, ah, oh, this guy, he just, he says he's sorry. It was a mistake. <laughs> what? I'm like is that it like you just wasted my fucking time and then it, it doesn't like it doesn't end there in the sense where next after that they put me in this no man's land which was basically as you're walking towards the gate uh from departures okay so you walk through passport control and then you walk through a baggage scan and then you go to the gates yeah. and then you depart from there they put me right after the baggage scan so I couldn't go back towards the passport control, which was the people I wanted to talk to about my passport. 
and I couldn't go forward because there's gates. You know yeah. what, what, what I want to do with the gates? Yeah. You have to go back. So I'm stuck there in this no man's land. <laughs> what the fuck? Because the because the the baggage scanner was only one way, right? Yeah. And nobody was fucking paying attention to me. I'm sitting on this bench for six fucking hours, man. <laughs> I'm sitting on this bench. <laughs> And every time one dude would pass by that I would recognize from passport control, be like, hey, man, like, deal with me, dude. Like, where's my passport? A, B, like, get me the fuck out of this place. Like, you guys are supposed to book me a ticket back to, to Dubai, you know? Like, strih, strih, man. That fucking word, man. I must have heard it like a million times that day, man. Strih, strih, man. No, no relax. Astrih, you have lung problems. Yeah. It's better if you relax. <laughs> no, bad, Deal with me is like, am I not a threat? Yeah. Do you not Seriously. think me as a safety hazard? <laughs> and then I remember there was this one lady who also kind of lost her shit where I think she didn't want to leave. And so she was trying to go back through the back of scan and they were trying to detain her. And obviously the male cops didn't want to put their hands because she was a hazard, but she looked like a maid of some sort who I think her time was done or she was being deported or something mm. and she didn't want to go mm. and she was causing a scene and the, the cops, are, the, um, the male cops are starting to lose their shit but they, obviously they couldn't like, they didn't mm. want to force her because they were like yeah. the aggressive so they they called the female cops and the female cops couldn't really do much because they're not really, I don't know, they're not dispositioned to do this physical kind of work, you know, mm. even though they should be trained, right? But I don't know, that, that particular woman didn't look like she was ready to do it, right? Uh, and then she starts like praying in the middle of the place and like I was just like what the fuck Whoa. is going on man like just and get me out of here yeah. I'm sitting there streaming man and I kept asking guys where the fuck is like get me out of here like deal with me and eventually the guy's like okay خلاص, we bought you a ticket to the next flight the flight was like they were closing the gate you know like they had to like wait 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 there's this one guy one guy here here and I had to go back and I went back home man like uh. What the fuck? And then I have the and then I got like Oman Air call me the next day trying to like pin the the whole issue on me how they had to like buy the ticket back for me. And I'm like no, bro. Like you guys let me on the fucking plane, so you let me on the plane. Yeah, I'm mis- This guy he thought I had a fake passport or whatever. Who, so they were trying to make you pay for the for ticket? the return ticket. Oh yeah, man. Oh my god! Because that's some cheap. No, they were trying to figure out. Uh, exactly what happened so that they can oh. get out of paying okay, of okay, paying okay. for the ticket, right? Right, right. Because they were forced to buy the return ticket. Mm-hmm. Uh, because mm-hmm. someone should have checked me. At, and I told them, no, someone, your guys didn't check me properly in Dubai. Mm. Uh, that was for the photographer thing, I think. That was mainly what they were concerned with. And that's pretty sure, I'm pretty sure that's what the Oman airport filed it as. They right. didn't file it as we detained this guy for fucking six hours at a <laughs> suspicion that we thought he had a fake, but no, it said, you know, hey, this guy had a photographer, so we didn't let him in, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A bunch of assholes, man. Like, just 12 hours of my life. Even though, I mean, obviously, I'm sure people have gone through a lot more intense shit at airports, I and mean, we've all seen banged up abroad. Yeah, but, yeah, I love uh, that show, man. And I was like, in my head, I was like, oh man, this is an episode of Banged Up Abroad, you know? Like, what the hell's going on? But thankfully, it all went really smooth. I mean, Almanis are chill people in general. They're, they not, they're not very aggressive people. They're, they really are. Yeah, um, And I guess I should have kind of foreseen that while I was waiting those six hours, you know, that this is going to take some time. And to them, it's just like, oh, yeah. It's like they are chill when you didn't really want them to be chill. chill, seriously, man. <laughs> and then I remember trying to go back again just by road this time, just for like a leisure like a holiday and they bounced me again at the airport man or yeah. I think at the time no sorry at the time uh, Sierra Leone was having an Ebola crisis I remember which was recently like six years ago or seven years ago mm. they had like an Ebola crisis and they had obviously banned Sierra Leonean passports from traveling uh, but I was like dude I mean 
don't have the passport. Doesn't mean I was there, you know? Like, I've yeah. been here my entire <laughs> life, man. Like, and the guy's like, nope, not letting you in. I'm like, okay, fine. I just returned. Thankfully, there was this guy, super uh, generous guys who drove me all the way back because my friends continued, obviously, without me. Uh, Great friends. <laughs> they weren't really friends, friends, but they're a bunch of chicks. I think I was trying to get with one of them. Can't remember. <laughs> Dude, one time I was uh, going to Oman, as in like Musandam, not mainland. Yeah. Man, you know? yeah, yeah. And I was going with my brother and a few people. And when we reached the border, the guy at the border was like checking my passport. And then I was under my dad's sponsorship. So then he was like, sorry, I can't let you into the country because your sponsor is not with you. Yeah. Mm. And then I was like, what? And then he's like, no, sorry, I can't let you into the country. Uh, you, When you travel, you need to have your sponsor with you. And then I was like, hold on a second. This is not like 1940s Saudi Arabia. Yeah. You know, like when I go to the airport and I get onto a plane to Oman, do I need my sponsor with me? When I go to the airport in Dubai and I travel to any country in the world, do I need my sponsor with me? Like, this is not. Wow. You know? And then he was like, La, bas khalas kif. Yani, how am I going to let you in? And then my my brother, Fajr, he was obviously like, oh man, I have to drive all the way back, <laughs> you know? So then he like stepped in. He was like, Shu, la, ana, hai, hai, ana, akhua. And yeah. like he did the Arab man role. Like, no, no, don't worry. She's with me. I'm her brother, obviously. I'm yeah. her brother. I'm like her dad. I'm going to take care of her like that. <laughs> and then he like convinced the guy. Of and course. he let me in. Right. And then I was like, wait, hold on. I needed like a male muhrim? Is yeah, this? Yeah, yeah. Is Don't this worry. If she, if she tries to run away, I can grab her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she tries to do any prostitution. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> like what? And it's like masandam. Like yeah. what am I going <laughs> For real. <laughs> like that tiny piece of land at the yeah. top. <laughs> it's like right there in the corner. I was like this. Oh, you guys have got really high security to enter Musanda. <laughs> they do, man. There's yeah, but it's lack like... Lack of logic there. Yeah. It's very... That generation thinking, right? Mm. Like, they still have that kind of... Oh, no, you have to travel with the man. Yeah, borders, like... There is no logic with borders. There's no logic, yeah, man. Especially land borders. I feel like they just apply whatever they feel yeah, like yeah. that day. Yeah. <laughs> like, maybe <laughs> so in the true. airport, there's some sort of international yeah, yeah it's it. like standard you know why because there is a company behind the travel there's the company the airline yeah yeah, yeah. so they're like okay we need to make sure everything is right so that our customers are happy yeah yeah, yeah. whereas if you're traveling by land it's like no man it's you and your car yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's like that random because i've always had issues at the airport man like with the passport like not issues but it's always been like yeah you know like a funny look like and then they flip through the pages and they're like, so what's your the, name? Who the <laughs> hell are you? <laughs> yeah. And like, man, it's always 15, 20 minutes. I'm like, okay. And it's not that. <laughs> they're calling yeah. someone. Dude's like, oh, come on, man. Double like, check. Dude, just stamp it and let me go. Like, the visa's there. Like, that's all you need to know. Like, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, what was it in Georgia? When I went to Georgia, like, their eyes, like, nearly popped out of their fucking skull, man. Because I gave them, because <laughs> I exited with the, with the Australian. <laughs> Mm. And then I entered with the Lebanese because I don't need a visa. Okay. It's just an arrival, right? Stamp on arrival. Yeah. And I had gotten just a brand new Lebanese passport. So it was empty. Yeah. So I came into the, the lady just like, Where did you come Where from? Where did you come from, dude? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, Oh, yeah. Uh, I came from Dubai. Here's the other passport. And she's like, What the hell is this thing, man? Whoa. <laughs> and then she calls all these, like, a bunch of people and blah, blah, blah. And then she's like, Okay, I'm <laughs> 
that's so funny. Especially because they're Georgians too. Yeah, man. And obviously, it was like no English and like they're still like so Soviet. Yeah. Like you go to restaurants, like can I have the menu? Here is the menu. Yeah, I'm sorry. But that place, I swear, it's like the moment the Soviet Union broke, they just went full religious. Like, yeah. You think here there's a mosque every corner? Over there, it's like a shrine in every fucking place they could put one, you yeah. know? Like, it's cool because to me, it was like a big culture shock. I was like, oh, whoa. It's like everything's super Christian here like compared to, to here where everything's super Muslim, yeah. right? Yeah, and you hear a lot of a lot of singing on the street. Yeah, dude, like, they built uh, a cathedral in like 2015. Who builds cathedrals? Yeah, Like a, mass, a massive <laughs> ass cathedral in the middle of the city on this hill. It's like... It's beautiful to look at. It's amazing. But who builds a cathedral in 2015? In 2015. Like, like, something like, like that. Like, it was yeah. very recent. Like, it's yeah. new. You can, it's super new. Yeah. It's really nice. We went to see, like, one of the, I think, Sunday mass or something like that. Like, with the guys all dressed up and everything. Like, it was super impressive, man. Cool. Thank God Sammy's back in one piece. We're happy to have you back, Sammy. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Every listen counts. I'm serious. Jamil sits by the computer and watches as the listens come in. If you'd like to support our show, please rate and review us. And if you'd like to show your support a little bit more, then get on Patreon and show your love by financially supporting us too. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you on the... Nah, I'm not going to do it.